0: AJ Preller.
1: Dude, if he was here right now, he'd make a
0: plan and he'd follow through. That's what AJ Preller. AJ Preller. I was in the Olympics skating for the gold He did two stout cows and a triple lunch while wearing a blindfold. AJ Preller. I was in the Alps fighting grizzly bears. He used his magical fire breath and saved the maiden's bears. AJ Preller. If he were here today, I'm sure he'd kick an ass or two. That's what AJ Preller. Welcome everybody to a long-awaited edition of the Gwyn Intelligence Podcast. I am HJ Preller. Although Padres Jagoff has returned, so it's kind of a bipolar thing here, uh, thanks to the magnanimous work of Elon Musk and the uh, incompetent work of Wayne Partello. Padres Jagoff is back, and of course we're we're happy to welcome uh, co-host and uh, bestie pal of Wayne Partello, noted failure in San Diego, uh, Corey Stewart. That's quite an introduction. Thank yes. you so much. Oh, great!
1: I'm sure DJ Wayne approves of this, of course.
0: Well. <laughs> uh, DJ Wayne, a guy that's never going to be heard from again in this
1: town. I, I you know what? I, I, I can't remember the last time I, I ran into him at a seals game. I think that was the last time that Ugh, I saw. Him. Terrible. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, you are supporting the seals? <laughs> I know. Come I know. on. You should also put a little plug for seals. It's a Big game tonight. Yes. Yeah. Isn't there a podcast about the seals in town, Ooh, or yeah. has that mm.
0: not been? <laughs> oh no, yeah,
1: okay. Uh, <laughs> Moving so, on, Corey, we're welcoming you
0: back into into HJ Manor. It's been a while. I'd have to look up when the last
1: episode was. Uh, uh, by the H- way, we're not outside by the pool because HJ is too cold. No, it's cold. This is Friday morning. It's cold <laughs> here in coastal
0: Coastal North County. We're getting ocean ocean freeze. Can you hear the waves crashing? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, look, we're, we're happy to have you. And one thing Thank we can you. say is that we're putting out episodes more frequently than the 5.5 podcast. Exactly, those are so basically defunct at this point. Lazy bums. Um, yeah, the, the podcast scene is really falling apart. Have you noticed that? <laughs> As the team has gotten
1: better, uh,
0: the the only <laughs> podcast left is a pay podcast, right? Like uh, a Patreon supported uh, our, our uh, rivals at Padres Hot Tub. Oh, Craig Elston. Was well, there something else? Right. There's no other yeah. pod, pods. Pod.
1: My beloved is gone. And Wait, is uh, um, is Posner and Ace are Posner and Ace still doing their? Uh, Posner's not. He's out. Who, right? I, oh, I know he's not doing his I, the editor I thing think I anymore. I saw them
0: do an infrequent. May, maybe they're doing it, but I never counted them as a real podcast anyway. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: What? Well, <laughs> I can't. Who was? Because they they would do it on. Didn't they do like a video thing or something like that at some point? They did Facebook Live. Okay, I remember that somebody at one point had jumped in because they were on, and they were the only viewer.
0: (laughs) It's not surprising, right? It's not a good production. It's not good. AC's not good on the microphone. Like anyone that used to listen from 6 to 10 when AC had a a 1090 show knows he's terrible on the microphone. Oh, man. Every single interview he does, he's awful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyways, we've outlasted... Most importantly, 5.5 podcast, who's completely irrelevant in the world of Padres at this point.
1: I, I like that we all, all we've done so far is just rip everybody. <laughs> That's what we do. We're just tearing well, look, into everybody. Here's the thing. We haven't even discussed the Padres. We're just, just ripping people locally. <laughs> look, here's
0: the thing. This podcast was founded and based on the entire concept of ripping the team, That's ripping f- ownership, <laughs> ripping the players, ripping the general manager. And now what are we supposed to do? I can't rip Peter Seidler. Uh, what am I? Supposed to say about AJ Preller at this point? You know, like, what am I supposed to? Am I supposed to be like, yeah, uh, uh, Juan Soto totally sucks, and and he's not playing up to his contract? Like, what? I gotta rip someone,
1: right? Exactly. No better person than Wayne Partella. I mean, I even grovelled and, and, and apologized to Preller at the playoffs last year. I was like, you were right, and I was wrong. I'm an idiot, right? You're, and he just says, "Enjoy the game." <laughs> Which is, I know. <laughs> I know can you're Can you get remorse.
0: him to come to, can you, next time you see him, can you tell him to come to Encinita's um, Senior Center Basketball down at the Senior Center? I, 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 will, I will mention that. Hopefully, okay.
1: I'll, I, I'm hoping I run into him at uh, spring training.
0: Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Remember my message. I will. Okay. I will. Okay. So, we're gathered here on Friday, and, and luckily for us, we can now brand this as an emergency podcast.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There, of course, was huge news this morning. It's uh, it's taken the San Diego Padres fan base by storm. Shocking, news. shocking news that nobody could have seen coming. Nobody. Um, I, I don't. I don't know who actually broke the story. I'm going to assume it's not Kevin Ac. So, uh, whoever I, I, I
1: think it was he actually asked the question? He was the because he, he. Well, I heard the the uh, the video the audio this morning on Ben and Woods, our beloved Ben and Woods, beloved, uh, and. The question, I, I'm pretty sure was from him. He asked Manny point blank. He said, are you going to be in a Padres uniform in 2024? And Manny started the, you know, well, hey, I, I'm here now. And- <laughs> yeah. He didn't say no, also. <laughs> well, yeah, which he, is kind you know, of
0: a key point that we'll get into. But yeah, what he did say is that I am going to opt out. Right? As he should. And I think Dennis Lynn reported with some poor grammar and, and, <laughs> and weird wording. But, People are really mad about that, aren't uh, yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, it, he basically said, "Look, I'm not going to talk about negotiations." Which the way Lynn wrote it made it sound like uh, there are no negotiations. He's just not going to talk about it, right? It's it's like they're talking. He didn't say they're not talking. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter because, and I. I Did you hear what Yonder Alonso said, where he was like, uh, he went on with one of the the low-quality 97.3 shows, which is everything that's not 6 to 10 a.m.? I think he said, uh, the ball is in Peter Seidler's court, right? He has all the power in this. Right. Which is completely untrue. And and actually, this is something that I keep hearing Wood (laughs) say uh, on the radio. He keeps being like, let's just hope Manny opts in. There's no opting in. He has a 10-year contract. If he does nothing, he's playing here next year. The only action to be taken is he can opt out. Right. Right, He's going to. Yeah. He doesn't have to tell the Padres, uh, hey, I'm coming back. He's contractually obligated to come back unless he he opts out. Unless he's, yeah, right. And the whole thing is, it doesn't mean he's leaving. (laughs) Like, him opting out just means he's going to go to free agency. He will measure the market for what the pricing is for his services. And he can come back to the Padres at market rate. Right? Right. And yeah. if you think about it, since the time that Manny signed his contract, $30 million is not that big of it. At the time, it was, was it the second highest AAV contract at the time? It, there were very few 30 million plus players when he signed. Right, yeah. It was like him and Harper and I don't know who else, Scherzer, Verlander? There were, there were very few.
1: Yeah, Yeah. But, but, you know, but like with those guys, not Harper, obviously, but like with those guys, it was like for short, very, very year, short. Yeah, yeah high yeah, AAV. Yeah, but yeah.
0: But the thing is, since that time, salaries have gone up. We've had two years of year-over-year inflation of, like, 10%. uh, And $30 million just isn't that much anymore. So all Manny's doing is resetting his value at market rate, which is smart. Yeah. And the whole idea, like, for anything you negotiate, like, you want to compete the services, right, for the best possible rate for yourself and for the the person that's signing you. That's That's how the market works. Right. If you just negotiate with one party, you don't even know what you're worth. Like, there's going to be another year of inflation by the time he hits free agency next year. Like, he's going to oh. readjust, and and all he's asking is that the Padres pay his market rate at that time, and that's uh, that is in the Padres' court at that time.
1: And yeah, which is something that other players want him to do as well. Right? Like, like to, to like, reset yeah. the market. Yeah. And Like, like uh, Ben and Woods were, were discussing this morning about Arenado. he's you know not 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 renegotiating his like. Right. Was he, not- he
0: accepted the, what is it, five years, $147 million? The bad. Right. Dumb. Dumb. Yeah. And other players don't like that. Right. Yeah, they get pissed off about that. Yeah, and Manny's loyal to the union. Also. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's yep. pretty clear. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not freaking out. The, the only thing that, the only one that should be freaking out is, is the knowledge that he's going to cost more. Yeah. Um, but that's what he's worth right if that's what the market says he's worth the alternative is he could also choose to opt out say he's opting out not extend and he could have a down year or break his ankle or something and he'll see his value fall um that's the risk of what manny's doing but i i I know he believes in in himself and that's he probably should
1: believe in himself he's super good yeah what's what's the worst case scenario he leaves at the end end of this season Right. At the end of this season. And, so we get him for this season, which is this. the season.
0: There's a lot of data that shows that players perform better in their contract year, right? This has been going going on for, for decades, right? They, they want to perform their best going into a contract year. And this is the most important season in Padres history. So if Manny gets that little bit of extra motivation to, to hit a few extra homers, maybe work, work out a little harder to, to build his value... I'm all for that, right? Because all I want to do is oh. win a World Series this year.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hope he hits 50 bombs and hits 400 and has yeah. 200 RBI. And, and you it's asked like, what the worst case is.
0: <laughs> okay, w- what's the worst case here? Um, in spring training, he tears a ligament, misses the entire season, destroys oh. his free agency value, and chooses not to opt out. Yeah. Is that a good scenario? or is the be- is, That's Or is the other worst scenario... <laughs> He performs fantastically enough to make $40 million a year on the open market, and he opts out, and I guess he leaves. Yeah. But in the course of that, uh, to earn $40 million, he puts up eight war this year, and, and, and we go deep, or win, go deep in the playoffs or win a World Series. Yeah. Those are the two scenarios, right? What's worse? I just want to win uh, World Series. Yeah, I know. I'll take the World <laughs> Series, and if he wants to go play for the Angels next year
1: for forty million, yeah, then whatever. Exactly. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah. You could just make sure you're here for the ring ceremony. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, no, don't worry about that. Well, I mean, you can come if you can. If You can make it. If you we'll can make deliver it. it
0: to you. Yeah. Like
1: I will, I'll personally drive up there <laughs> yeah. and drop it off. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I just think there's a lot. There's a lot of people... Uh, there are people that are mad
1: with this news this morning, right? Um, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a big distraction. And Shut up. Yeah. Just, just stop. Right. No, no one in that, no one in that uh, the, the clubhouse is concerned about that right, right now at all.
0: I mean, and Jesus. Let's be on. clear, too, on what's important to Manny. Because he came here because we offered the most money. 100% yes. for him, right? Yeah, right. Um, and we offered this opt-out, which... It's looking like could lead to another hundred million dollars plus over what the White Sox had offered. You, yeah. know, you know what he had got, what he would have gotten under the White Sox offer. Right. Um, Manny wants the most money. A lot of people are like, well, you know, he lives in Coronado now, so he's definitely not going to leave. He's going to leave if uh, if it makes sense for him, right? Yeah. He can still. The thing is, I always hear the the thing about where they live is, I think, generally overrated by fans. Um, uh, the season is. Uh, how many games are at home during the season? Right. Uh, yeah. Eighty. So there's eighty days he's in town for for the games. Another eighty he's on the road, and then he can live here the whole off season. Like the eighty on the road. Doesn't he's still here? Uh, what two hundred seventy days a year? But is he even if, if he here plays for the off-season? If he plays for another team, he's here one hundred two hundred days a year. Like this yeah. is just the nature of baseball. They're on the road all the time.
1: I mean, he said he's a Florida guy.
0: That's that's where yeah. he's.
1: Base. Most players Fine.
0: don't even live in the city they play in. It doesn't matter to them. Right, they, they go home to their normal home. Yeah. Right? they rent some gorgeous place for, yeah. Yeah, for six months or It's completely irrelevant. Yeah, and I he'll hear. sell his house and make five another five million dollars <laughs> on the sale of the house. It's not going to. He'll skin off his back.
1: <laughs> no shit.
0: You think he cares if he moves to Newport Beach if he signs with the Angels? Like it just. Right, exactly. That's where he lives for work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, look, Manny's going to take the most money. Um, we could sit here and debate whether. I mean, that is a kind of an interesting debate. You talked worst scenarios. Let's say he leaves. Okay. Uh, let's say he, someone offers 50 mil. The Yankees offer him 50 million a year. Okay. Um, and he's has to go. And you 10 go. years. Yeah. 10 years, 500 yeah, million. Which, go. Is what they, which is what they thought Juan Soto was going to get at age 26 or whatever. Yeah. So... Is it still a bad scenario? They're not going to eat the money. I, I think we're all confident enough in the Seidler ownership. Like Fowler would have just eaten the money and been like, "Oh, you know, we're going to oh. retrench and uh, you know we'll quote unquote reinvest later." Yeah, which he wouldn't. He would go. Yeah, you
1: know. that's not how these guys work. Right. N-
0: no. Seidler yeah. is going to actually reinvest it in a, bet, in a player to replace Manny. Yeah. So you know, obviously, a lot of people are talking about like Otani maybe making fifty million. A year. Does that look? We love Manny. Yeah. Let's make that clear. We love Manny. <laughs> love Manny. Favorite player on the team. <laughs> it's arguable he's the third best player on the team. Arguable. At age 31 or 2, right? Yeah. Tati Soto... I think most people Would rank yeah. ahead
1: of him At this stage of his career Right now Yeah uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see at the end of this year Sure Because I think Soto's Really gonna have a Huge year <laughs> Yeah A great year Everyone yeah. thinks that yeah. Vegas yeah. thinks yeah. that Like yeah. the smart people Think that Yeah like, He's the odds awesome on favor To win the MVP yes. he, Right Is yeah. that okay Yeah yeah. But, yeah uh, the people that were Shitting on him last year Like <laughs> Yeah And he knows <laughs> yeah. it he oh, heard oh yeah Oh he heard that Yeah Yeah, yeah. The dummies that were oh, All this guy does is walk
0: Okay All yeah. the Davies oh, in the world okay. Yeah Yeah all right. So, what if they sign Otani?
1: We should is, keep. A, we should keep a list, by the way, of the people that we've ripped so far. I think we're up to like seven. Um, yeah. is that like, fine? We went. How, is so, this still a worst case scenario? Do we, we win the World Series. Manny leaves to the Yankees. And we sign Otani. Yeah,
0: oh, is that is this, is that, it still that, bad? That's not terrible. Um, Matt Chapman. I think he's a free agent going into next year. Like, what if they get Chapman and. Um, Whew. What if they get Julio U- Urias? Oh, my
1: God. I think he's the top. Wow. That is he, is he really, the top starter? Probably, yeah. Wow. After he's this, only 27 After also. the things that we've said about that well, guy. I know. I mean, well-deserved. I mean, well, absolutely. Well, But, woo! <laughs> you know.
0: When they wear the brown and gold, we forget about it. <laughs> Twitter's going to go nuts. <laughs> Advocating for the wife Uh Okay, let's say Aaron Nola. Oh yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah. What if we use that his money won't be and here get more? Good, even better. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a win-win. <laughs>
1: yeah. and his prick, his, prick his dad. dumb, dad. Yeah. His <laughs> <laughs> dumb parents won't have to. Wear. <laughs> I know exactly. Just to wear their his, split. His his well, dad's so
0: mad. <laughs> they'd probably bring Austin back. This would know, probably be the just, reason to Just to, bring just him to make him,
1: back. him happy, exactly. Yeah. His
0: well, dumb yeah. parents <laughs> would have to just wear a Padres jersey <laughs> and be a supportive.
1: He could be Salas' backup. Yeah
0: age 17. <laughs> Sal is driving to school with his learner's... or driving to the park with his learner's <laughs> permit. <laughs> <laughs> Has to have mom in the front seat.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, okay, so like... Okay. Manny
0: walking away doesn't mean they're done, right? They're going to replace him with something. Yeah, Like those scenarios, like is Matt Chapman and Aaron Nola re- using that money for that? Are, are we better off? I like. I do think there are interesting... Scenarios here that might set the team up to be better, possibly, arguable. Yeah. At the same time, Manny, Manny's like a six or a player. He's he's, he's super incredible. valuable. Yeah, he,
1: uh, good uh, leader. You know, and I'm not just saying this because he's he's on the Padres now. He's he is legitimately the best third baseman I have ever seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, it's just, just nobody
0: caminetti had like these highlight real plays like khalil green had yeah right. but he also would throw away throws and you oh, know kind of like you know you could oh, say like tatis at shortstop uh, like uh, 100 yeah, potential oh. to make any play possible on the field but also potential to not make the easiest plays on the field
1: yeah and he's there what 155 games a year right. or something and, like and that.
0: That's huge, right? Yeah, the availability not is, is, is one of out. his greatest
1: abilities. Um, it's incredible. It's incredible. Abilities. Yeah. I, even last year with the, the ankle thing, which he should have went on the DL. I mean, that was dumb. But for him to come back. He still performed at an above average yeah, yeah. rate. I'd, I'd, I'd still rather have him over there with half a leg saw sure. off than anybody. Especially any of our third basemen that we've had over the course of God, how many years between Caminetti? Yeah. What, you, we've don't, had you, garbage you don't like Kuz?
0: Wow, unfair to Kuzminov.
1: Kuz! <laughs> he's going to be our next big deal. He's got so much power. He's, he's, he's going to hit 50 bombs. <laughs> remember when they put... What, oh, wow, unfair to Chase Hedley too. <laughs> exactly.
0: The savior. Remember how they stuck him the in savior. left field because Kuzminov was so good? <laughs> Quote, unquote, good.
1: <laughs> oh, man, we've had some terrible... third We had Nevin over there at one Kuzmanoff, point.
0: Kuzminov, though... <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but uh, Ryan Zimmerman was like a third. He was a third baseman for the, for Nationals. the Nationals.
1: Yeah, forever. Uh, this
0: was like young, good Zimmerman. Yeah. And there was like a Gold Glove campaign where it was kind of between Kuzminov and uh, Zimmerman because I th- want to say Kuzminov had a perfect season. Did he have like a oh, one thousand yeah, yeah, fielding like percentage a, yeah. or like a nine ninety eight fielding percentage? He just makes the 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 plays right. The the plays that are to his glove. He didn't. Like he's not diving so in foul range. territory. Like who's like like Manny? Yeah, but, like
1: Manny goes into the but he made
0: net. every yeah. routine play. And I remember Padres fans getting butthurt about it and being like, "Look at his <laughs> fielding percentage." <laughs> Meanwhile, you, we both lived in D.C. at the time. Like Zimmerman yeah. plays played at that time, like Manny, <laughs> right, like yeah. diving yeah. into the stands at yeah.
1: RFK for for foul balls <laughs> and like <laughs> seriously, Zimmerman. Oh man! All right. Yeah.
0: Uh, let Add Kuzma to the list of people that you've hated on in this episode. I <laughs> think exactly. we're up to eight now, okay. Yeah. Um, so look, that's the
1: big news. How yeah. concerned are you about this? I'm not, I'm not at all. We'll just see, we'll see. You know, the, the only thing I, I hope that... Uh, it, I, I think that they're going to get an extension side. Um, I, I hope that it goes a little smoother than how the Musgrove thing went last year, because that was kind of a clusterfuck. Oh, yeah. Where it, it dragged on into the dra- middle yeah, of the season. On, and I can see yeah. Manny
0: just being like, look, if it's not done by the spring training, it's fine. Yeah, but, right. but I'm yeah. going to opt out, and but we'll talk about it.
1: Musgrove kind of did that, though. Like, he, remember, he kind of gave them an artificial date. It was kind of like, yeah, it's see, like I, I really don't want to get Musgrove, too far though. into this. Musgrove yeah. was talking
0: real big in the first half when he was like the Cy Young favorite mm. at the time and then he got COVID and then he took a nosedive for six weeks yeah. and he was like you know maybe uh maybe now's the time to just just, just catch cash in. in yeah yeah
1: I, man I, I, I
0: don't see that happening with
1: Manny I, I, I know Joe obviously is Mr. San Diego and he loves it here loves being with his family and all that but like he's got to look at the money and go fuck yeah like I could have done better than that yeah you know <laughs> I mean, ugh. I wonder what he would have
0: gotten on the open market. He would have gotten yeah. more than he extended. And don't think oh, Manny yeah. hey, don't Absolutely. think Manny doesn't see that also. Like, right. And don't think that yeah. every agent in baseball is not aware that in most cases, players are underselling their earning ability by signing an
1: extension. Yeah. Like
0: that's oh. not really even a debatable point. Oh, definitely,
1: definitely. De- definitely. So, yeah. Uh, look, like the the the, the pitcher for the Astros that just signed, um it, what did he get like? I, I, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. I'm not a big American League guy. No, they I'm, have a really good, a, a really good picture that they just that they just extended, and he didn't get anything. Like it was a steal. Yeah. I just wait till the open market, man. That's right. Like that.
0: Well, look, look Boris always so, wants so, to do that, and it, there's a reason. It's different when you're young, right? Because you're managing risk. There's a lot of guys that flame out. There's a lot of guys that get hurt. Manny's got. True. Uh, ten years of, of track record right. of, yeah. of high performance and being available on the field. So, it's a little different. Yeah, That's Corey pouring champagne in the morning for this.
1: <laughs> Mango mimosas, everybody.
0: Wow, look at Corey ripping off the uh, 760 sports bit of the the bar oh. carts this morning.
1: <laughs> Wait, do they do that on 760 or do they do that on KGB? Uh, I
0: saw something, I think I saw on Twitter, 760. Oh, with, they do it too? Uh, wow. I... I don't know. I wouldn't know. I only listen to Ben and Woods, but same. (laughs) I don't. I don't know who Big Rich is.
1: (laughs) Isn't that a country? Uh, K S O N. Is that right or something like that? Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we're not freaking out over Manny. Are you? Um, Look, the key to this is: is, uh, I'm not. I I like the players, right? I, I really get attached to the players, but my ultimate loyalty is to the what's best for the team. I have confidence that the team, if they decide that whatever Manny's price is, is best for the team, that they will shell out the money to do that. And that's the confidence we get by having ownership that's not terrible. That's the best ownership in baseball, I would argue. They will make the right baseball decision. They're not trying to make the right financial decision. That's like the biggest thing. Yeah. So if AJ sits there and talks with Pete and is like, look, 50 million is a lot of money. And- I'm running the numbers and I think we could get more performance for this team and fill holes by getting ABC over here and letting Manny go. We'll be sad to see him go, but I think that Tatis can fill the leadership gap or That's what Bogarts is there for, right? Like these are the discussions that I now trust are happening. Whereas in the Fowler, Morad, Moore's years, it would just be like, he's too expensive. Like let's just save the money. And I I think that, as long as we have the confidence that the decisions are being made for baseball reasons, I'm okay with whatever falls out from it. Will I be sad to see Manny in another uniform, potentially? Yeah, oh. of course. Oh. But I won't be sad if the team wins games and wins a World Series. You know, like We've seen players leave, and it's been sad. But the saddest part about guys like Adrian leaving was that there was no replacement for him. They took the money and they pocketed it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes. They let they yeah. traded PV. They didn't reinvest PV's salary in anything. They just cut salary and then and then told us that we're we'll wait for the minor leagues. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Wait for Eric Stoltz. Like this is this is different. This is completely different. And so uh, this is the business of baseball. And I trust. I will I, openly say I, I have hundred percent trust in every part of the, the Padres management at this point. How can you not? Even Gruppner, who I've been, you know, who who has been on a list before of people I've hated on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And look, he's not an interesting radio interview. He is not. He is not. He is not great. Yeah. Uh, But uh, there's no argument from me that he's running an effective
1: business operation to support baseball operations. I mean, we're, we're what, two weeks away from, or two weeks after FanFest right now or something like that like right around there yeah. I mean that was that a terribly, was insanity a terribly run operation <laughs> it right? really was yeah but, but, but victim the, but of the, their um, own success but the amount of people that showed up for yeah. that I'd like that's
0: crazy right and just yeah. look at it there's no more embarrassing gaffes being done by the marketing team like <laughs> the team is being run professionally now and i can't point at anything other than the change in ownership and the changing leadership to eric grubner and some of the changes in c-level executives maybe the cmo position
1: even the even the giveaways there were there wasn't like a ton of, they're beloved now like, like there wasn't a ton of Pitching and complaining none, about there it. There none was none complaining. He, yeah. even, he even increased the number of giveaway <laughs> items per uh, game.
0: Per, yeah, like right, which he's was done very everything, smart.
1: And, and, which cost them nothing, And, and this by the way. was
0: the problem in the old days, the bad old days, when the yeah. team was bad, interest was low. They would still take dumps on the fans by being like, yeah, there's only 15,000 items for this uh, yeah, giveaway. Yeah, exactly. i like... <laughs> The least you guys could do is cut prices and do the giveaways right. Yeah. And now when they don't need to do that effectively, and Grupner even said there was like a discussion of like, do we really need to do giveaways anymore? Like we've got waiting lists for, for, for season tickets. All the Saturday games are selling out. We don't need to generate it. And he's like, his answer was very thoughtful where he was like, look, we had the discussion and we agree like financially, it doesn't really make sense to do that. The tickets are already sold, but we're trying to build a lifetime uh, connection with fans, yeah. and our research shows that those types of giveaways uh, remind fans and and build that connection. Like yeah. these are investments, and and this is what Go Intelligence talked about for years: is people like Wayne Partello, Mike D, Ron Fowler had no interest in investing in the future. They were obsessed with the current. It, it's like a company that's obsessed with the current quarterly report. Uh, they're not making long term investments, and 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 as a result, they're always just like chasing their tail in the short term. Yeah. And I don't see that with Eric groupner, and I don't see it with Peter Seidler. And and this even touches on Manny. That that's going to go into their calculations. Like, oh is, yeah, if we let Manny go, we better do something to keep these lifetime fans here and to build interest.
1: Yeah, hundred percent on yeah. that yeah. one. So yeah. I,
0: you know, the yeah. confidence level in the management is off the charts right now, and I think that insulates my thinking. For whatever happens, and if he comes back, great. That's even better. Oh, because because not only are they paying the money, they've decided it's best for the team on the field. So
1: I, I just selfishly, I, I just want, I want to watch him more. Yeah, I I just, yeah, of course. It's we're we're so lucky to get to be able to watch him. But on a, I mean, we watch every game. I, I I don't think I, I don't think I missed many games last year. Uh, And. Just to be able to watch him day in and day out, and I th- I think that's what the 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 problem is that people have that uh, the misconception about how good Manny is until you watch him day in and day out, and then it's like just the the little things that he does are th- turning a play that would eat up anybody else, yeah, and just makes it look so effortless and just flips it over to first like it's nothing like.
0: Right, and nobody does. That you know, like little like things he like he's on the pull side, and and the the pitchers have confidence that if they pitch inside and they pull the ball, that Manny is there. You know, Manny will get it, and so they are more emboldened to pitch effectively. Like the, yeah. it, it, there's a trickle down effect when you have a player as transformative as Manny on the field. Yeah,
1: yeah which what bring, which brings you to this infield with him at third, Xander at short. Kim at second, and Cronenworth at first. Like, is that, this, is that the, have they said? Is that the configuration? I mean, I, I think that's what it's going to be. It seems like that's what it's going to be. I mean, unless something I don't, crazy I, I, just actually,
0: Offhand, I don't know that much about Bogarts' fielding. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't watch very many Red Sox games, and I don't know much beyond the stat sheet on him. Well, first
1: and foremost, for us to start this season with someone other than Eric Hosmer at first base <laughs> is already a win. Already a gigantic win.
0: Did you see the dummies on Twitter where there's a, a, a video posted of Cronenworth at first, and he's oh. trying to break in a new glove.
1: It was and literally two hours into the first day of spring training, <laughs> he's got a glove that is a brick. Right. And he has one bounce off of it, and, he's, and you see him, and he's like trying to break yeah, it. And he's right. pushing like right. anyone he's like, would he's do like with a new glove. Yeah. He it's hasn't like, oiled it yet and rubber right, banded uh, it. See, the, this is why we should have got a first baseman. <laughs> I hate our fan base. Like, I, I it's, like, it's like, do we even deserve to win with some of these idiots? I hate our <laughs> fan base so much sometimes. Okay,
0: so Xander was super good at defense last year, but not good the three years prior. So okay. I don't know. It's a blip. I'll but, be happy with either configuration of if, Kim if it at Zach If it is
1: that four, though, that's that's a wild, wild. field.
0: Yeah. Defensively.
1: Defensively, that's
0: I offensively really Kim's, I, oh. Kim's not a zero at offense. For a shortstop he's pretty good. I will say if they move him to second he looks a lot less impressive offensively and that's going to hurt stuff like his WAR, but
1: I want to see what his jump is because the jump from first year to second year was big because he big. was honestly bad in his yeah, first year. Yeah, he, he really was. He wasn't catching up. Yeah, yeah. I mean he was good he was good defensively, but he really struggled. And what I mean he was facing you know, an entire brand new league, all new pitchers. It's just like trying to get adjusted yeah. to a whole new country, and then his jump from first to second year was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what the jump from second year to this is, and especially and now he's comfortable. Yeah, I mean, he knows it's not like okay, they're I'm going to get benched. You know that they're they're going to be looking for an upgrade or whatever. He knows his glove is amazing, and his offense is obviously majorly improved and i think it, it, if he ha- if he has that kind of jump again mm-hmm. oh my god so this could screw me but i kind of think i
0: think last year is kind of what kim is oh you think so a- an elite defender and a average to good hitter that can go on hot streaks for a little bit has some okay. pop you know. Yeah. i kind of think that's who he is that's not bad. That's super good. For shortstop, yeah. that's incredibly. And you saw, I mean, just his war values, like, it's incredibly valuable. But yeah. that's my opinion. I, I think that's my realistic view of him. Hopefully and, not. And, and, Hopefully it's and, and a little I better. I think that just maximizing value, that putting Bogart at second and putting Kim at shortstop is how I would do it. But, you know, either, either way is fine. The yeah. team is fine. Yeah. Either way, Kim's going to be your, what, eighth hitter in this lineup? Yeah, probably. Nola at nine. Well, where, where's Grisham hitting? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yeah, I, I well,
1: know, yeah, he's.
0: Ugh. We uh, we can talk about Grisham a little too, but I mean, he was obviously super bad last year. Um, I don't think he's that bad. I'll say I don't think I he's as not. good as some people think. I think yeah. he's a. I think he's going to be a below average hitter overall. That hits for power, some power, like fifteen to twenty home runs. I don't think he's like a one eighty hitter. I right. think he's a two twenty five hitter. I hope so. I really but he'd, because, still, he'd, did, he'd still be my seven or eight hitter. I think because
1: we did this with Hedges. Yeah, but, but, how many years did we go? Look, well, if he could just get it to this, H- Hedges wildly yeah.
0: flailed at pitches though, and like Grisham
1: just stands there well, and looks at him. You know, interestingly, Hedges Hedges <laughs> wasn't a
0: total zero though. Like, do you remember Hedges? Like when he came up, he didn't have any power. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he had a little bit of power, like 10, 12 home run power. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, Grisham's, I guess, kind of similar to that, but like he doesn't look as lost at the plate. He He does dumb things, like just stand there when there's a ball right down the middle.
1: That's the that's the problem.
0: Yeah, and and he's too. I think he's been told for too long, like patience, patience, OBP, get on base, and and pitchers know that, and they're exploiting that. Yeah, so they know he's just
1: going to stand there. He's not going to swing. Yeah, why should I? Yeah,
0: and so I have some hope that that's like a mental change that could be made. I don't think it's a physical. (sighs) It's not like his bat's slow. Like, with Hedges, it's like, does he need glasses? or like <laughs> Some of the shit that he would say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do that. We know he doesn't do that. But, I, I mean, when you look at the numbers at the... What, what scares me is... I, I, and I, I know we, we had this brief little respite with the Mets series in the playoffs. Where he, you know, what, he had two home runs or three mm-hmm. home runs or whatever. He didn't strike out in any of his at-bats in the Mets series really really good series and it was like okay maybe we've turned a corner here and then we could do the Dodgers series and the Philly series and he was the same guy that he yeah. was at the very end of this at the very end of the regular season and the end of the regular season I think he in like 34 bats or something like that he had like 20 strikeouts or 21 strikeouts insane and then he gets into the Dodgers Philly series into those two combined and it was basically the same thing like yeah. 34 bats and Nineteen strikeouts or eighteen strike, like he was striking out over half the time.
0: It's you, just you what he. It's just what he is. Can't like, have that. Yeah. Look, it shouldn't be surprising mm-hmm. at this point. Like it was. It's been like. It's not just one year. This is
1: going back to the year, season prior. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, hopefully there's a jump there, but I mean, yeah, but but I, he, I agree with you on mm-hmm. that. I, I don't think that, that he's a 180 hitter. I I think he's yeah. 220. he's still a bad hitter, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah, but yeah. great glove, great glove. Maybe eighth,
0: seventh, eighth. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'd him. I'd put Nolan nine, but I think the, Nolan is bad.
1: <laughs> the thing is, Grish has some speed though, is which is great, and, yeah. and and to have those guys coming up, if he if he can work a walk, you know. Or drop down one of it, like he can bunt. We know that. I mean he should be bunting every single time because he can really bunt. Uh, but if he gets on to have the you know, the murderer's row mm-hmm. and it literally is, that's that'd be pretty nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for as far as problems go, like it's not a terrible seven, eight, nine. <laughs> you can do a little No, longers. it's not. No, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. So um, I guess that kind of brings us to what our expectations are for the season. And the answer is obvious. It's a world series championship, right? And I would yeah. argue that anything else is Padres hating and, or Dodgers loving Dodgers loving. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Did it warm your heart that fan is projecting the Padres to win, uh, many more
1: games than the Dodgers this year. <laughs> anything that, anything that does that I'm, <laughs> I'm on board with. If Ben Verlander were, were saying that'd be like, Oh, okay. Maybe he's not so bad. <laughs> Have you looked at the Dodgers lineup? Like it's not impressive at all. Who, what, what was the one of the um, uh, projection type websites or whatever predicted that they would score the most runs in baseball? I can't remember which one it was, and I was like, "What? How?" When you look at when you look at the Padres, you look at the the Mets, you look at the Phillies, you look at the Braves. How could you possibly think that?
0: Well, and you start comparing their players against our players, and and look, Mookie Betts. Well, I don't know who's better, Mookie Betts or Juan Soto. It's let's say equal. uh, yeah. I, uh you could say.
1: Um mm. Gavin Lux. Who I, think sucks. So, I think Soto will be better than, than I, Betts. I think Soto year. will be better. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the year, he's going to have better numbers of bets. But
0: uh, even for this, I'll be charitable and say roughly equal. Uh, okay. Freddie Freeman is is really the only player I'm looking at that's. Head and shoulders above what we have at yeah, first base. Right. But you go through this list and it's a bunch of olds and, and a our bunch first baseman of isn't that
1: bad. But Freddie Freeman's better. Yeah. But but he's still not a you know, he's not terrible. I, I think yeah.
0: as a first baseman Cronenworth's gonna be middle to lower of the league in, in comparison. I don't think he has the bat for first base, but we'll see. But he's competent yeah. and he's better than Eric Hosmer.
1: Yeah, right. And, and and the and the guys he's got batting around him, he's gonna see some good pitches too. Yeah. yeah. But then look at the rest of these Dodgers players. Max
0: Muncie wasn't that good last year and is getting old. I was going to
1: say, how, how old is he now? He's got to be like 50, right? Jesus. Yeah.
0: He's taking the place of another old, like Justin Turner was at third base. Like, it's just. J- Gavin Lux is, is, is not playing up to his prospect pedigree. He doesn't scare anyone. No. And he's not as good as our shortstop. Uh, David Peralta is like 37 and was bad last year. And I know he's been a Padres killer, but, like, he's starting on the. He's, he's first on the depth chart on the Dodgers. I just imagine For worrying field. about David Peralta at corner outfielder point. is 37-year-old yeah. David Peralta. <laughs> Not worried uh, about him at all. J.D. Martinez... Who's our D.H.? Uh, J.D. Martinez is better than Nelson Cruz. J.D.
1: Martinez, who we should have signed instead of Eric Cosmer. Yeah. Yeah. Who <laughs> got significantly less money. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't the Red Sox give him, like, 110, I think? Or 105? It sounds right. I, it, it was like... 30. It was a shorter contract, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, but it was still... No, it was a five-year. It was a five-year. No, you're right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. And it was like $30 million last time we gave
0: with yeah. Idiots. Anyway. Well, they also could have just signed you Darvish at that time oh, also, yeah, so true. True. we wouldn't have had to trade for him. Right. Um, Will Smith? Mm. He's better than Nolan, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know who Miguel Vargas is, but he's not as good as Xander Bogart's.
1: Oh yeah! Oh, that's the the new one that they just got, right? Some yeah, d- yeah, yeah. Some, it's some a, nerd. It's not a great lineup right. but at all. It's
0: not that good. And then I I look at that and I'm like, how are you projecting this to be the the top run scoring offense in baseball? It makes like, no sense. What do to you me? think Max Muncy and David Peralta are going to do? Right? Like, uh, I don't get it. Brady just, Freeman is like going to get walked every time. Like, why pitch to just, him in this lineup? Exactly. Yeah. Um, even their pitching, like it's Kershaw. I, he's okay, but he's going to yeah. pitch half the season. Yeah. U- Urias was good last year, uh, but he's going to go to hell because he's a wife beater. Exactly. And I think we should talk about that as Christians that damn right. And then
1: yeah. I'll tell you what, this podcast would never advocate <laughs> for signing that guy. I'll tell you that <laughs> <Never>. right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Never. Uh, Gonsolin I, sucked the whole second half, right? Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> he yeah. couldn't, He barely even won his arbitration.
0: Like, didn't even get paid this year after starting the all-star game like yeah. that's how convinced <laughs> that's arbitrators were
1: like, I forgot he started the all-star yeah. game
0: yeah dustin may is coming off injury and just throws a straight fastball and then cindergard who's broken none of this scares
1: me it really doesn't like it, honestly i'll be really disappointed if we don't win the if we don't win the division i, I will
0: too really I, I don't think it's like some bonus like it, it, I, I think yeah. it should be expected it
1: really should be yeah and, and and it's like obviously the whole thing is just getting in and then getting hot and winning it. Yeah. But I mean, let's not lie to ourselves here. It's nice to have home field advantage, especially mm-hmm. especially
0: here in a buy. I mean, we saw first those rounds. playoff
1: games; those were insane. You don't want to come here and play yeah. here. So yeah, I don't I don't want to go into the wild card round and have to go to New York again or yeah. go to Atlanta or go to Philly, Philly. or something like that. I, especially in a, some weird-ass three-game series. I don't, right. I don't want that. I, I, I want to be hang, hanging at home, waiting, going, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you guys fight, and then you're going to come out here and we're going to kick your
0: ass. Well, and I think it'd be big just for psyche reasons. Like, we beat them in the playoffs. Uh, and we want to just crush the Dodgers yes, in general. And absolutely, yeah. You see Freddie Freeman like taking pride in winning the the division last year, even though they were losers in the playoffs. Like, Let's be winners on both. Let's yeah, be in right. the playoffs and in the division.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you also, and the other thing with the playoffs, you want, you want to set up your pitching rotation. You don't want to have to, like, look what we had to do last year. Yeah. After the first three games, look who we started against Ugh, the Dodgers. The fr- exactly. Yeah. We had to send him out to get nuked. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. We don't want that. No. Even though our—, our We want opposite. to be in control. And, and look. Yes. Here's the
0: thing. Yeah. This isn't a case like usual where it's like, look, if everything goes right— you could really see a scenario where the Padres might might get ahead of the Dodgers, like yeah. they are a better team, and the projections are favoring them to be better. Yeah. So, let's just do it. Yeah. Like, and now I have confidence that they are indeed going to do it. So, yeah. so well, as far as predictions for the year, I put mine in World Series championship. Winning the division.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, one thing that I really like about this upcoming year is that the new balance schedule. So we're not playing, you know, 50 games against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be, so I, I think they're going to mean even more. Because what, what what do we have now? It's like twelve or something like that, or thirteen or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah, but it's less, and it's so it's it, it's just going to be even more more intense. We're and those even, games, we should beat the shit out of them. Yeah, every one of those games it's another game up in the division that you're you're building your lead. look.
0: We just looked at their lineup. It's, it's poo poo.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: There's nothing. I'm scared. Like yeah, I'm not scared of that lineup.
1: No, no, not scared of that lineup. Not scared of the Giants lineup. No, yeah. Diamondbacks lineup. I'm not scared of any of them.
0: No. In fact. I want the unbalanced schedule. We want to be playing the Dodgers more, <laughs>
1: exactly. Like look, more Rockies. Yeah, more look Diamondbacks. at this adult, adult yeah. league lineup yeah. they're bringing yeah. out. Yeah, oh, I, oh, I don't yeah. want to play the Braves more. It's a, and I, I know that like the Diamondbacks have good starting pitching. Like, there's, some, there's some good. There's some really good pitchers there. I I, I don't care. Like <laughs> they're they're facing Soto, Tatis, Manny, Xander, yeah, Cronenworth, Cruz. You know, it's like. We're going to beat the shit out of people. There's going to be a lot of runs scored this year.
0: Look, I'm going to be honest. The only two teams I'm even mildly worried about are the Phillies and the uh, Mets. Well, and the Braves. Not even worried about them. Really? The Braves are pretty good. That's a good lineup. They're a tier below the Phillies and the Mets, though.
1: Uh, they're really balanced, though. Like, with the pitching and yeah, the, and they're the not offense. Bad. That's the they're
0: better than the Dodgers. Yeah.
1: Like I don't think the Phillies pitching is that great. That's the thing. But I think they're going to score a lot of runs, though, especially in that fucking little. Yeah, league, little and I league think the field Mets pitching is
0: really good. It, it, it is. Everyone yeah. pimped. Yeah. Like Verlander, but. Scherzer, Verlander are like. Uh, I want. I, 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 I want to say Vegas yeah. odds has them at like second and third to win the Cy Young this yeah. year. Like, I get it. They're old and they're on short contracts, but yeah. they're pretty scary.
1: And they're the Mets, though. They always find a way to fuck things up. I know.
0: they're the old Padres. Yeah,
1: they really do. They find a way to screw things up. And, and, and Tommy Pham's going to end up killing somebody anyway in there. So
0: literally, literally, yeah. yeah. You're talking about with a knife, not with <laughs> yeah, not with high performance no. at the plate. Well, we know that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I We wanted to talk briefly about, uh, is it Ethan Salas? <laughs> yes, our 12-year-old catcher. Yeah. who's going to play in games this year. Are, are you hyped I, for his appearance in spring training, according to uh, Padres Media this year? I am pretty year?
1: excited about that. For a 16-year-old kid.
0: As a big fan of the movie Rookie of the Year, <laughs> I'm very excited to watch a 16-year-old <laughs> child playing. Yes,
1: uh, I mean against men. It, 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 this is different from like a, a big time prospect that has already put in like a year of rookie ball or something like that, or or even somebody that just got drafted, you know, at a high school, and that's like eighteen or nineteen or something like that. I mean, he's sixteen. Yeah, like my son turned sixteen in July. <laughs> like, it, it's, and, and it's he's not already. ready to go face Verlander in spring
0: training, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Look, he's going to hit 0.75
1: in spring training. He yes. might hit 0.00. Yeah. Oh, he Zero. might. Yeah. yeah good. Every pitcher, when he comes up, it's going to be like, Salivating. If I give up a hit to this baby, <laughs> to this, to this sophomore in high school, <laughs> sophomore. Yeah. That's what he yeah, is. Yeah, he's a sophomore. I will never hear the end of it. Like it's like I, if he even gets ahead of me in the count, I'm just going to hit him and say got away from me. I'm not
0: going to give up a hit to this child. That's potential child abuse. So
1: you don't want to get put on that list. You walk off the mound and CPS is waiting for you. Yeah. Um. I I, I don't know. It, it's it's a, it is a great novelty. Uh. It's obviously they. From our, our dear uh, beloved Mark Wilkins, this the organization loves him, loves, loves, loves him. I mean, they brought they had him at like Fan Fest and they had him out walking when they did the uh Padres out in the community yeah. thing or whatever, like the caravan or yeah, whatever. But, I mean, for a 16 year old, that's crazy. So I, I'm, well, very, I mean, I'm very excited, I'm very excited to see you know, I have a, re-
0: a reputation for being a prospect hater, yeah. Uh he is sixteen and, and look I'm not gonna lie, catching prospects are um, uh, the riskiest of all pro the least valuable in my head of all prospects. So as always, when he starts performing in double A, I'll uh lift an eyebrow. But until exactly. then I, I yeah. really couldn't care less about him and uh, I hope he gets traded for uh I don't know, someone.
1: So let's say he throws a couple guys out. If yeah. they trade him for Corbin Burns, fine. Say. I was just going to say, he throws out a couple guys in spring training. It's like, uh, hello, Milwaukee. Yeah. Trade him and trade <laughs> yeah. anything. Like, it's like, you know, Corbin hates you. Oh, Corbin I hates you guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've got this catcher. Oh, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> Did, let me send you these caravan pictures of him out in the community. Like that's what they're doing here. <laughs> right.
1: exactly. Oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah, so I am excited to see that. that, that that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, hopefully I'll get to see him when I go out to spring training. I'm I'm excited about that.
0: Is part of the reason you're excited because that's time that you won't have to watch um Austin Nola play?
1: I <laughs> I I I would say that I'm not exactly super excited about our catching situation going into uh, is, this season. Is that? It is what it is. At this point
0: though. after so the Padres signed Michael Wakata uh, for an incredible contract like half of what he, he originally said he was seeking like 13 million a year and he's being paid 6. So, uh, think about what Manaya got. Right? Imagine paying Manaya
1: more than Waka. <laughs> By the way, Manaya just kills your whole thing about about becoming a free agent. About how you perform better well, as you're trying to as you're trying to get that big payday. Because well, th- th- look, that's I, what we thought last I, year. It was uh, like, oh, he's going to pitch great. He's going to make that
0: money. Well, look, I was an astute student during my dare sessions in in elementary school. <laughs> and look, everyone knows that marijuana is a, a gateway drug. Don't and, inject and that look, shit. Don't we inject. Know that Manaya was abusing and possibly addicted to the marijuanas. And I hope this is a. Uh, a learning story oh, for our, for our youth, for Ethan Salas to yep. learn. That, yes, that one day it's weed, and the next day it's PCP. So that's
1: what Preller is telling Salas right yeah. now.
0: Like, look, look what <laughs> happened to Manaya.
1: he got ten million dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> you don't yep. want to be that guy. <laughs> Yes, but the walk-a-deal is great. Great. So so after that, so I would have said if we'd podcasted a week ago that there are major weaknesses in the rotation, that counting on Seth Lugo, who has been tried as a starter twice and failed miserably both times, even after being an elite reliever, he just didn't have it. And, and I, I am and was really nervous about that. And Nick Martinez was, I'd say he was an okay starter. I, I, he didn't yeah. have bad games. He would have like... Four runs in five innings, like you can win with that. It's not, not like when Snell has blow up games where he gives up eight to Pittsburgh in the first inning. Like <laughs> it, Martinez was steadier, right? But I, I do think Martinez has more value in the bullpen, like we saw in the playoffs. As they like both a were- swingman, a potential, you know, uh, piggyback starter or something. I think he's better as that. And so Waka really strengthened the. The rotation, I, I think, just I think a that was guy critical.
1: that can eat a bunch of innings, and yeah,
0: he's yeah. not bad. Like he's, no. I know the no. metrics say he's not great, but he's not bad, and yeah. I think he'll eat innings, um, and he'll hopefully stay healthy. The big weakness I see is is catcher. Uh, it, it, Nola's not good at defense or hitting.
1: We can't uh, throw anybody out.
0: I can't throw anyone, and there's going to be more emphasis on stealing bases this year. So we're really, really boned in that in that respect. Camposano is a giant question mark who the team refused to even give a at bat to or an inning to in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> last spring training, they barely used him. Um, he disappears for months with like mystery injuries like at the end of last year. Um, it just I, I don't know if you can count on the guy. We don't know what we have, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think this, it's and, definitely going to be And prospects a- flame out an awful lot. Oh, yeah
1: yeah I, and get I,
0: converted into pitchers like Christian Bethancourt it,
1: it's it's a, it feels like it's going to be it, it's going to be mainly nola see how nola does hope the bat comes back to what it was when he was with Seattle i, I don't know if that's going to happen i mean he he had some pretty big knocks in the playoffs there's no doubt about that um but as far as the catching situation goes i, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it wouldn't surprise me and this is just a guess, that at the trade deadline or right around that trade deadline that they might be out looking for a catcher at that point. Yeah. so I
0: think it's pretty positive. Well, and catcher is also a position that gets a lot of injuries. So
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: So, to me, that's the glaring weakness. But really, when you look at the aggregate, if the weakness is Nostin Nola, who hits 250 with four home runs, I guess you could live with that. Yep because it's not Austin hedges hitting 140 with right. with yeah. 9 home runs They're like you score would so many trade. runs
1: it's not going to matter yeah
0: yeah and you know obviously AC likes him because he's white and, and, can, and AC can talk to him in the in the locker room. But how excited was uh, he when they signed Waka by the way? So
1: happy. <laughs> he just, he's shooting champagne all over. We got uh, another white
0: one. Man, the first day when Waka <laughs> drives in 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 his giant lifted pickup truck with a Let's Go Brandon sticker on the back window, AC's going to get so rock hard and know that he found his man.
1: <laughs> We're going to be really close. <laughs> <laughs> because he knows Stammon's not going to make the roster. And- I, this, yeah, the Stamens thing is funny, isn't it? Like, it's so. it is he going to go to El Paso? Like, like, if if he doesn't make the club, would, will he retire or will he will he really go down to El Paso and get nuked? You El- <laughs> know. I mean, like with about Cole some of Ham, him and Cole Hamels having twelve <laughs> ERAs down there. Just just, just pitching VP <laughs> down there, just five hundred foot bombs just going off. Yeah, those or two does guys. he go
0: straight into the Mark Pryor special assistant route? <laughs> just like
1: <laughs> Weathers, Hamills, oh, down there just pitching underhand. God, Hamels with his eighty seven mile per hour fastball is going to get <laughs> rocked I, there. I I I know I'm I, I've apologized to Prowler and I I. I, I trust in everything that he's doing, I don't understand the Hamels' one. Look, it's it's helping El Paso sell tickets. It's fine. But but would he go to El Paso? Like, how much money does Cole Hamels have in the bank? That he's going to go down to El Paso and get nuked down there on that Little League field? He didn't need to even try out. When was the last time He pitched. Uh, he pitched in. I believe it was. Didn't he wash out the last tryout he I, had with I the team? It was in two. No, no, he got. Or did, didn't he get? He got signed and then he got hurt like right after, and then didn't end up. I think his last time that he pitched was in 2020, and he pitched like three innings. I think it was 2019 uh, or 2018. It, was the he, last he was time that he really, to, really like, pitched innings?
0: Set up at a high school and have like an open tryout or whatever. Like, for did himself, he just like, blow
1: all of his money? Is like because he because didn't he get a lot of money with? Uh, he's His last agent contract, 40, 50 million, right? So he wants this? I, uh, he wants the competition, right? I guess. Yeah, but he's not going to want it in El Paso. I'll, t- I'll tell you that right now. Uh, no, not a lefty soft tosser throwing oh. throwing 87
0: <laughs> No, that thank hasn't you. pitched in three years.
1: <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. They could move the fences out to like 500 feet out there and it would yeah. still be just like.
0: Look, I'm happy for our beloved Mark
1: Wilkins <laughs> when he gets to hang out with, uh, Cole, Hamels. with Cole Hamels, Craig Stammen and, uh, and, and Ryan Weathers. Oh, yeah, talk about Rancho Bernardo with him <laughs> eating
0: at jalapenos.
1: Oh, uh. Well,
0: I, I think that the tone of the podcast is pretty clear. We're unbelievably optimistic for this season. We're going to score twelve I think we're runs Very a game. confident. Yeah, we're going to allow zero runs except yeah. when Seth Lugo is starting, and <laughs> then he'll
1: only give up three, and we'll still win eleven yeah, to three. It's fine, <laughs> as long as he doesn't give up ten, we're fine. <laughs> we should mention the bullpen, by the way, because the reason that I, I'm not super worried about Lugo and Martinez and Waka is because of that bullpen. Sure. You know?
0: Well, I would say it would make me more confident if we had a, a confident long man. I know you'll say Chris. You might say Chris Matt, but I kind of think Chris Matt was is somewhat smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I don't.
1: Yeah, he's really.
0: I'd feel a lot better. Crazy. with Either. Well, honestly, with Nick Martinez in the bullpen. Oh, I, I would, think he's oh. the man that I would want. I would keep Lugo. Do do the Lugo experiment. Yeah, and move Martinez into the bullpen if if they reduce it down to a five man rotation. I mean, I
1: feel like that's what they're. I, I they're feel both like going to be right? the
0: confidence of. You know, okay, Lugo has a bad game. Snell has a Snell blow up game. Yeah. You can count on Martinez to throw five innings out of the oh, bullpen and, and huge, give up two runs huge. and keep you in the game. Yeah. And with this offense, that's all you need that's is all to you be need. kept in the game. Yeah. But I do think that there's a chance okay, you throw Chris Mad in Maybe you would get good Crismat that day. Maybe you get bad. It's not as I'm not as nearly as confident with that as I would be with Martinez.
1: He was so good at the beginning of last year at the at the the, the first half of yeah. last yeah. No, he was year, super right? good. And don't like don't I'm not trying to take good. away from
0: from that. But but the guys the end, like Crismat are the guys that pop up for a year and then it disappears. Yeah. It, it, it happens all too often with relievers.
1: They're very volatile.
0: And then the rest of the guys are these flamethrowers that are going to be good for an inning. So I, I think that you need a. Some long men in there, yeah. And look, the Snell Snell's going to have the good Snell games, and he's going to have the bad. We've seen it plenty of times. He's going to have the bad Snell games, and you're going to need to figure something out.
1: Speaking of guy who free agent year, that's fine. He
0: can walk. Looking to get paid, yeah. Let's just hope he puts it all together and stay. He claims he's claims he's straight edge, right? He doesn't dabble in the (laughs) marijuana.
1: I just wish Look get what off. happened to drug user Clevenger. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. I, I just wish he'd get off those those video games. That's killing him. <laughs> what, what, what aren't you What do you want him session? doing? You want him doing? Uh, <laughs> w-
0: what did they say Clevenger was addicted to? It's like marijuana, shrooms, else uh, LSD, and cocaine. Is that better or is the uh, is playing Halo online? Is that the problem? <laughs> you
1: know, right, exactly.
0: <laughs> he, in fact, he's playing like MLB the show. Like. Uh, pe- <laughs> People, people jacked off Jace Tingler in his opening. Remember when he was like, uh, yeah, you know, I've imagined... I've never managed any games, but I've mm. imagined them in my head. Yes. Hey, look, Blake Snell is imagining every game when he's playing MLB The Show online against a bunch of noobs. When he's on Twitch. Why aren't, why aren't we encouraging that? <laughs> oh, he's not man. beating his wife. He's not uh, smoking marijuanas. Like, he's fine. He's fantastic. Could he pitch better sometimes? Yeah, but... I, he's I, fine. Yeah, he's a third. He's our
1: third starter. We have a Cy Young award winner as our third starter. That's not bad. Uh, you know, Ben was talking this morning about how they should break up the rotation because with uh, you, obviously, you get a you get a lot of innings. Yeah. He's, he's going to give you seven probably, and Musgrove is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, workhorse. Workhorse, exactly. And how he was saying that you should really break up the rotation and go like have you, you know go and then Lugo and then Martinez and then Snell or or or, the, or the, uh, then then Musgrove and then you know cuz for the for the bullpen's sake. Yeah. Cuz obviously they're not going to get a whole lot of work when Darvish is out there or when Musgrove's out there so break it up a little bit and give them a little bit of rest. Which is yeah. which is that could be a good idea. I think
0: that they're not going to have like a set rotation per se. Like it's going to follow a rotation generally but then maybe there's room for bounce it arounds. Matchups, which is something, uh, you know, Marver on this podcast talked a lot in the past about anger with managers that would fail to set up matchups. Like we would just run the five man rotation out there, even if there was like, even if the guys had extra rest and let's say the four would have been ready to go instead of the five, they would always just stick with the. Standard, right? Yeah, and he'd always advocated like, well, why don't we take a look at who they're matching up with, and like, why don't we try to match that instead of concede by throwing our worst pitcher against their number one? If yeah. our number one is ready to go and had adequate rest, go like, one versus okay, one. Okay, then skip the five and run the one. Yeah, and I think that I think the Padres running a six-man rotation gives them even more flexibility to do those kinds of matchups. Like you play the Dodgers, okay? Well. um do we want Seth Lugo starting against Kershaw, or uh, you had an extra day of rest? Like, how about we skip Lugo and we'll just go straight to 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 Darvish? Because if it's six man rotation, he's going to get his four, you know, five days of rest every time. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think that they're going to have that flexibility to maybe match up better if Melvin
1: chooses to. And we have a, we have a we have a great manager yeah. that who's is, better than Dave Roberts. So that's another position that we're better. <laughs> I know. So
0: look, Across are looking the board. Look. Like we said, officially, the Gwintelligence podcast seems like we have a consensus that it is a 100% chance that we win the division and a 100% chance that we uh, win the World Series. Absolutely. And I, I would argue that those fangraph odds that say that we're only, a, well, our odds might be higher than the Dodgers, but they're not 100%. I'd say any any podcast or media in this town that doesn't say it's a 100% chance is Dodger-loving. They're Dodger-loving. Yeah.
1: One thousand percent.
0: Yeah. In fact, I've heard rumors that that's why 5.5 is not podcasting, because they don't have 100% confidence oh. in the team, which is alarming. Do you think there's an, an internal strife there between <laughs> Danny know, and Eric? I've heard Danny is eternally optimistic in that Eric LeBoub is, is just can't, – can't come around to say it's 100%.
1: He claims that he's no longer quote-unquote miserable Padre fan, but if he's not going to come out and unequivocally say – that we're going to win this thing 100%. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if he can shake that moniker. I don't know. Isn't he
0: miserable enough to not change his Twitter handle? Interesting. Sad. Yeah. Really. Low energy. Exactly. I would, I would even say. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take much to just click the thing and say change handle to no longer miserable SD, at are, No longer miserable. Are there
1: any other podcasts that we have not ripped yet? Podfathers. Podfathers. are they around still? I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Around. I, don't I can know. go
0: through my list of defunct uh podcasts.
1: Are the are the, the bluntly? Uh, what happened? To, are those guys in jail for the for, for all the marijuana? <sighs> I don't know. They could be dead. Like I said, the a gateway
0: drug to PCP, right. Angel dust,
1: exactly. Hmm, I'm trying to think of something else. What happened to John Janeiro? You heard you've heard from him Who? recently? You heard about it? now? Who's that guy. Yeah, um, he was a podcaster around it. Was he oh. the lord of podcasting or something like that football podcasting oh yeah that's right he did charger yeah bolts from the something locked on of chargers yes yeah hmm
0: weird i yeah i I,
1: are there any others i guess really we're the only free padres podcast that's still out there creating content for the for the fans
0: yeah you know meanwhile oh yeah kept faith but it looks like they're they're busy talking to newspaper men yeah Talking about the SDSU stadium site,
1: we yeah, they, kept our eye
0: on the prize they, here.
1: They just had Posner on, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, gross. God, Nick, disappointed in you.
0: <laughs> actually, I'm flipping through my podcast <laughs> subscriptions. Just, it's just like a oh, Dirty Kurt's dugout with oh, Kurt Pavakwa. Oh, 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 that's right. <laughs> he is. Oh no, he, it's been a year. He hasn't put oh, an episode he hasn't put out in a, out year. a year. Which is actually more recent than five point five podcasts. Just put one out. Uh... <laughs> What else do I have here? Oh, oh
1: we forgot yeah. uh, Keith Bell is, is is doing that one now. Oh, with Hogwatch.
0: <laughs> what do you think Keith Bell's doing? Like,
1: I don't know. Do you know. think he's bored? He must just be bored to shit. He made
0: sixty million dollars in his career, right? He's not divorced, yeah. so he didn't lose it that way. So like what is he doing? I don't know. Hey, remember Los EHO's fan club? <laughs> oh man. They haven't put out an episode in two years. Two years. Wow, not a lot left. Padres and Pints, five years.
1: <laughs> oh, the EVT podcast.
0: Who? Who? What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. This so, is a real walk down memory lane for me. Pods Pod, it's been almost three years, sadly. Uh, 5.5 podcast, it's been a year. Uh, wow. The Mazone Minute Oh. Has put out content. They put out content in December. December. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, uh, a Will it, Myers' minute.
1: Will Myers' minute.
0: Yeah, that was his first episode though since June 2021. It's a, it's wow. a slow time in the world of Padres podcast. Zero chance podcast. Two years. But that was that was more of a buying baseball cards podcast. I Oh, think.
1: okay. And now, now Matt Strom takes After care of that. After losing
0: credibility with their Eric Hosmer loving. And this is actually something that happened with Bluntly Padres as well. It just took down the entire podcast. Oh, they were big Hosmer lovers? Oh, big Hosmer lovers. It, Don't it, it, you remember it, Wayne granted uh, uh, zero chance on oh, the field access to oh, talk to Eric? Oh, right. Imagine cashing all of your uh, political capital in with with the team to talk to Eric Hosmer. <laughs> You know, hey. honestly, in a way, that's Manny Machado hating because yeah. Manny was on the team at that point.
1: <laughs> hey, they got one more interview than Ben and Woods did with Eric Osmer. Oh, ouch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's going to go on the radio in Chicago. That, <sighs> Chicago, they really hassled the players. You and know, there's like five gonna, sports stations. I was going
1: to say he, he probably would like right at the very beginning because I think he only went on Darren's show like twice. He went on Darren's show the day that he got signed, or the day after he got signed, and then he went on with them, I believe it was the first year of spring training that he was there, yeah. or the second year or something like that, but like even but Darren only interviewed him twice. And, I mean, Marty
0: is a like, relentless producer as far as hassling players, so yeah, maybe we could see some of that initiative from Matt Scraby maybe. in the future. Maybe. Yeah. Um, look, we're still alive. I think the hope we say this every episode the hope is that we could get together a little more frequently for more we should. episodes
1: we should yeah but i mean we walked in here with no real plan yeah. mm-hmm. sorry john uh and uh yeah we produced we some hour here? five of content had some mimosas what chilled? else can we
0: do laugh yeah jacked each other off jacked each fine. other off
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly potter's <laughs> jack off his back baby yeah, thanks
0: hey. thank you elon
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look, we'll be back. Uh, we'll follow spring training. And and as as I saw on Twitter this morning, it is critical that this team is serious about winning the Cactus League championship. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Do you remember when the team, AJ Preller, actually made a huge deal of the core four in AAA, uh, winning the – trip, not calling them up to the big leagues in September like we were all clamoring for because uh, they needed to win in AAA because that's the only way that they'll learn – how to win? To learn a team how to win together? And look, it worked. Carlos Asuahe, Hunter Renfro, uh, Austin Hedges. Who was the fourth? Wait,
1: but, but where is Hunter now? By the way,
0: where Anaheim? He f- oh, that's he's right. going to hit a Anaheim. million home runs with, with Trout
1: and Otani. Uh, who was the fourth? And lose the- every game eleven to eight.
0: <laughs> who was the fourth in the core four? Renfro. Renfro
1: Osweh, Hedges. Oh, who's the other? Up- I can't even think. Jesus. Isn't it nice that we're, that we're forgetting them, that we're, st- we're starting to block them out of our brains? Well, look, hey, AJ's thing worked, right? We all won a world championship after they learned how
0: to win in AAA together with that <laughs> yeah. AAA championship.
1: Exactly. <laughs> learn how to win down there so I can flip your ass for a real Major League Baseball player. <laughs> yeah, and look,
0: the, the, same thing, the same thing applies with this year. They got to win the Cactus League Championship so that they can learn how to win. They know what it feels like to hold that championship trophy Damn at right. the end of the season. Damn Right. So, yeah.
1: So, and, and get this Manny extension done so we can focus no on winning the Cactus League championship. Yeah. I don't want the press act asking our players instead of being like, "Hey, hey guys,
0: that was a good win today against the Chicago Cubs' uh, 18th best starter today." <laughs> uh, instead, they're going to be asking, "What do you guys think about Manny?" And that's not how you win. No. 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 Yeah. Carlos Asuaje will tell you that from his AAA experience at El Paso when the Core 4 won the championship. 100% he should. Yes. Look, this is why you study history, so you're not doomed to repeat it. And let's just hope the team understands that going forward. And I
1: hope Manny is thinking about that as well.
0: For the team. For the team. Yeah. For the team. All right. Everyone, it's been a a pleasant trip down memory lane here and discussion about the Padres. Uh, We'll be back. I'm yeah. not going to promise, but I'll say it's uh, better than unlikely. <laughs> so, Corey, thanks for coming by H.A. Manor. Uh, for for H.A. Preller and the Guintelligence podcast, uh, go Padres.
1: Go Padres!